And there we have it. We are online for line with Devon Booker. I'm Devon Booker. Obviously, I'm here with the one and only Tone Cole. What's going on, man? How you What's feeling today? What's going on with you? Man, I see you out here making these moves, man. I'm I'm watching you. I'm following your camp really heavy, man. Y'all solid out here in these streets, man. Yes, sir. Just literally keep doing what you're doing, man. Just give us a little info about that, like how you find time to put in the work like that. Man, appreciate you, man. <laughs> Tone Cole, uh, just grinding. I've been grinding for years, uh-huh. for years, you know. It's starting to come to the light now. You know, yeah. sometimes you be in that tunnel, it'd be a little dark in that yeah. tunnel. Heck yeah. You gotta keep walking. Man. To the end of, you feel me? And that light be on the other side. You yeah. Know? So we've just been grinding, been real brothers, tone code. Used to go by Young Tone. Yeah. Just been making music, man, making business moves, just staying focused, staying dedicated to that, it. You that's feel what me? life is all about, man. How, yeah. how important would you say mental health has to play a part in your life if you want to reach the life that you're reaching for right now? Man. Mental health is like. It's a great, a great percentage of like, uh, it just, it got, it determined a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if, you have, if your mental health is not right, you probably won't make it to a lot of positions. You probably won't take, take chances and take opportunities on a lot of things, the uh, yeah. doors that be opening for, you know, mm-hmm. like I was, uh, in a darker place for some years in my life, just mentally not knowing stuff or just figuring things out, just growing into a man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I also feel African-Americans do have it a little bit harder when it comes to mental health as well, too, because it's a thing that's pushed. You know, it's like there's nothing wrong with you. It's like you're fine. Be a man. Man up. You yeah. know what I'm Especially as being an African-American male. Definitely. That I feel like you that hinders us as well, too, because we have to face that. But mental health definitely needs to be something that needs to be addressed, no matter if you're rapping, acting, going to school, going to work. Is something that people need to talk about, you know, because yeah. a lot of us really don't have anyone to talk to when we go home. And that's what I was telling you about kids who are like in the school system, because I really want to reach out to them and help out that. It's like you get suspended from school. You're going home to no one. Either mom's already two jobs in, yeah. crackhead, whatever the case may be. You don't have nobody at home. So you get suspended, go home to just do whatever. And now yeah. you're like, I get to go outside. Yeah. Like It's like, we need, into the streets. Man, we need to talk about that, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. like All of that's real. Everything you just said is real. Like in high school... High school is when I really started getting into a lot of my trouble. Like, I always got into a little trouble here and there throughout the years. But, like, high school is, like, when it just, you feel me, it just took off. Like, I was just doing so much. I was catching cases and running from the police, just doing a lot of shit. Like, yeah. But I was going through a lot. Like, my mom was, like, she had mental health. She got sick with mental health. And then, like, my dad was in and out of prison. So, it was, like... It plays a huge yeah, part. It plays a huge part. People don't even in a need developing to think about brain. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. so young. That's just a developing yeah. brain, and it's like we need more of yeah, that. It's, it's it's gentle. Like you need to like you gotta be more gentle. Like that's why you feel like I'm trying to stretch it out and make sure my kids like they're straight. I, I just want I want them to learn so much. Mm-hmm. Just even with mental health and just in life in general, because I didn't really had it. Like my pops was in and out of prison. My mom was getting sick, and then. My mom, like, she always, like you were saying, worked two jobs. Like, mm-hmm. Worked one job, two jobs, all her, her whole life trying to take care of us up until she got sick. You feel what I'm saying? Heck so yeah. I get off school, and then I have to then I have to wash my wash my sisters. You feel what I'm saying? She had worked third shift, make sure everybody get to school, everything. Then exactly after that, I'm supposed to be home with them. Like, oh, being yeah. a man of the house at, at a young yeah, age. At 10 years old. And yeah. all of that. You feel what I'm saying? How do you perfect that into your craft of putting your hurt into your music? Man, for a long time, I was like, I was making that kind of music. That's like, I got my first project that I officially released. It was called The Struggle uh-huh. under Tone underscore BRB, Tone Been Real Brothers. And on that whole project, that's basically what I was talking about. Like, uh, 
I got a song called Never Going Back. And I'm like, shit, I got my mind made up. I ain't never going back. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, it was just so much going on. I was just talking about it all. Like, mama's schizophrenic, daddy up in prison. If this boy commits sins, Lord, please forgive him. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that was one of my hardest lines ever. Like, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And I was just spitting the truth. Like, everything on there was like, what I was going through, I'm in a struggle. Like, mentally and physically, like, I ain't, I ain't got it. Like, motherfucker, you feel me? Like, growing up, I didn't have all the Jordans and all that shit. Like, man, like, hand me everybody, down. Hand me down Caesar, you know? Like, hand me down Caesar. Jordans and, and Air Force Ones. Yeah. Like, I'm in there with the Mike Vicks. They like, shit, what's those? Like, they clean, yeah. but they ain't the ones. They but, ain't the but, Jordans. But yeah. tell me, all these people who are out here making money, are they wearing Jordans? No. No, not everybody. Man, but, man, you could guess. That's in the hip. That's really in the hip. In the hip hop culture, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. But a lot of people, you know, man, I always you, do my own thing. That's how it has to be, man. You see all these people really making money. Yeah. They'll be fresh from Walmart. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Spent a thirty bill on, yeah. on like on a whole outfit, you know. And, and now my shoes got to cost two hundred. My jeans got to cost a hundred. My shirt got to cost thirty. Like, come Definitely. on, man, that's just doing too much. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And the price is going up. We we need to break <laughs> that cycle. You know what I'm saying? We need yeah, to yeah. invest in these smaller brands as opposed to paying these top of the line companies who don't really care about us anyway, you know? We could put money into smaller markets and then those smaller markets are definitely gonna take care of you and help you, you know? Cause yeah. they're smaller markets like that, when you invest in them, they're putting it right back into the community. They're investing in something else that you already use that's benefiting you, you know? Exactly. How, how are we benefiting from Jordan getting our money, you know? Yeah. And I, not even that, cause he not even, he only get like 12% of yeah. the money anyways, 15% or something like that. So he ain't yeah. even getting all the money. like. It's just so, like, if you know business, then you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it should just be crazy. Like, Definitely crazy. Business is crazy, and that's why I love business. So, I'm going to capitalize off mine, but I'm just not going to mark my prices. Like, they say Jordans cost $10 to make, and then they sell them for 200 Like, yeah. they ain't gonna, if they cost $10 to make, I ain't going to sell it for 200 I'm going to put it at a, Like, Shaq did. Like, Man. Shaq, Shaq shoes was like that. So, like, underappreciated, yeah. though. Yeah. Especially, like you said, yeah. hip-hop culture, you... You're yeah. wearing those at high school. People are like roasting you out the door, yeah. but they're being made at the same place where Jordans are being exactly. made, the same place where all the Adidas are being yeah. made. They're being made, but they're yeah. going to knock and, it. And I respect Shaq on that, too, because it was like he had went through the same thing. And it was like, I think it was like a big boy kind of something because it was like he came up struggling. Yeah. You know, because his feet like so big. So he couldn't. He had to get custom shoes. Oh, yeah. And what he was saying was like, exactly, his shoes was like $100, $200. And he was like, shit, now I'm going to put them in Walmart because exactly, why would I put them at such a high price? No, I, I was looking up to these people and I Heck couldn't yeah. afford their shoes. Yeah. Parents couldn't afford none of it. Yeah. Either. Man, another thing I want to mention is like everywhere I go, I can't go anywhere in Kenosha right now without seeing Tone Cold. How do you like, how is that happening, man? It's like, I can't literally, <laughs> I can't go anywhere without seeing Tone Cold. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think I'm going to watch a little fight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I see Tone Cold Productions in the mix, you know? Yeah, I just yeah. I just go down to a little dodgeball tournament. I see Tone Cold Productions in the mix. Like, help me understand how that's happening. How is that possible? Man, everything just is going up. Everything going up right now. I can't even complain. I've been working for this, like, you know, sometimes when you're working, people don't see your vision until, like you said, it's everywhere. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. that's what, and that's what I've been working these last few years, so that just had this everywhere. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. now that it, a lot of people seeing what's going on, like, I'm on the radio in 10, 10 plus states right now, so, two Shout out to Tone Cold. You hear me? My chick, the biggest record in the, uh, the thick one featuring Munchlorn. Yeah. 10 plus states on the radio. And they've been playing it. So now it's just like everybody's seeing it. They hear me on the radio. They seeing me at different, just at different events, different people. Yeah. And they always really been seeing me do this. But now it's just like, damn, now it's, it's 
I leveled it up. Now I'm on another level. Like, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? Like, I've just been grinding for so long. People uh-huh. been seeing it, so they know. I know. And now the shirts, yeah, now the shirts are just another thing. Now the shirts just taking it off. People just, like, loving, loving the brand. They love yeah. what I represent. They see me with my kids. They like, oh, you know, they know I'm a good person just at heart. So no matter what I'm saying in the music, they know I'm just, I'm a good, I'm a good dude. Like, yeah, I'm I go to my good. daughter's yeah. daycare. I see a kid dressed in total yeah. clothes. I'm like, okay, yeah, man. I got to, like, yeah. talk to this man. Like, help me understand how he's just everywhere. I literally, yeah. it's like when you t- TV, you can't turn it off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, Definitely. That's nice, man. Yeah. Any moves you making coming up? Going out of town, anything like that? Any trips? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Atlanta, Cleveland, uh... Indianapolis. Nice. It's out here. That's yeah, I'm all through the Midwest on any given day, though. I'm all through the Midwest on any given day. Yeah. From anywhere from Indiana to up in Green Bay, Chicago, Milwaukee, yes, you know, South Bend, Indiana, all that. Gary, Indiana, yeah. Wherever the money's at, huh? Yeah, and just, just networking, too. Like, I got family in all these places, so it's easier for me to even go there just because I got family, so I ain't always got to be paying for too much because I know I can go holler at some of my people and just go chill for a minute. Oh, yeah. Pull right up on them, promoting, just letting them know what I got going on, seeing what they got going on, seeing uh-huh. how life progressing. You feel me? I'm always encouraging my people everywhere I go. I'm trying to get them some game. You feel me? That's definitely real shit. Yeah. Your show coming up today in Indiana? Uh, no, I'm actually going to network with one of my DJs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, DJ Punch uh, 317. Yep, so okay. he out in Indianapolis. Nice. You know, one structure DJs, all that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got DJs everywhere that I, that I just fuck with genuinely. Like, uh-huh. they family. Like, so I just be pulling up on them, yeah. you know. That's just because, like, I don't see you in a couple months. And, you know, you support me, I'm supporting you. But it just be good just to lock in, just see each other, shake hands. You feel me? Get feel those vibes every once in a while. Making boss moves. Yeah. Now your song, Thick One. Please yes, tell me how that came into fruition. Man, Thick One, uh, we was out in Atlanta. I was out in Atlanta for a week, uh-huh. uh, just working, grinding, out there with One Structure DJs, DJ Mr. 262, Lucky Calhoun, you know, all the uh, One Structure DJs just uh, working. And uh, just so happened, Munch Lauren was out there in Atlanta. He had flew down and whatnot. Uh-huh. And then, so we had mutual people or whatever, and then they just, he was like, shit, y'all need to link up. You feel me? Y'all both popping. Y'all from Wisconsin. Link up. Do yeah. something. And then, shit, that night, I just end up coming up with that song. I end up doing that song that night. Then in the morning, shit, we knocked it. We just knocked it right out. Hop right in the studios, pre-game studios. It's like a, uh, it's ran by, uh, I love my plug out of Atlanta. They got a lot of songs with a lot of big artists. Two Chains, Gucci, nice. Rallo, Lil Baby. Rallo, shout out Rallo, Free Rallo. Yeah, Free Rallo. Like, free Rallo. Real niggas, like, yeah. And uh, shit, YFM, Lucci, all them, they were ranking them being in the studio. Like, we was one of the, actually the first people to even record in that studio. And yeah. after that, you know, a lot of, they be having just plies, like, all kind of people in that studio. So, let's say a legendary move. Like, yeah. Nice, nice. So, yeah, that's how that came about. We knocked it out. What was the vibe like there? It was just fun, like... Did you know it was going to be a hit while in production? That's the crazy thing. What's crazy, because I had, I had sent him a couple beats, like, shit, just check check these out. Let me know which one you like, shit. So he could have picked either one of them, and then it, it just would have went a whole other direction. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He picked that. That's what I had, like, that thick one, like, that shit was just, All them songs that I sent him, though, that shit, I ain't going to lie, I, I, might still, I might still record those and drop them. They were some hits. Yeah? Yeah, that, it was some hard shit. Yeah. Yeah, but that thick one was the one shit. He liked that. We dropped that, like, and everybody been, they been fucking with it. And yeah. it's just a fun record, too, though, like, yeah. So it's like, yeah. How long did it take to make the track and actually get ready to distribute it to the people? 
it only takes shit a couple minutes to oh, have it all nice. done. Like, okay. to have it done for real, yeah. And then, like, to get it out, I say we did that in, like, May, April. No, we did it actually on my birthday. What's crazy, my birthday was on Easter this year. April yeah. 21st was okay. on Easter, which was my birthday. I was in Atlanta. And exactly, so we did it on Easter on my birthday. And then it was out by within a couple weeks. Because what weirdly had held it up was my... Uh, the cover art I got for it, like the girls is dancing in the actual cover art. So uh-huh. it just took him a couple weeks to make that, like, because he had other orders and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then it was out in a couple weeks. That, yeah. that thing was cool. Yeah. I was like, how is he on the radio with this yeah. one? Nice, nice. How does yeah. it feel to be on the radio and just keep doing your thing? It feels it feel good, bro. Like, yeah. it's just a breath of fresh air, is what I'm gonna say, like, because. I'm not getting real, I'm not getting too big headed or nothing. Like, this ain't, this just the beginning for me. Like, yeah. Like, this ain't the beginning. I've been doing this for so long, but this is just the beginning of the new chapter. Like, yeah. you feel me? Of the new level. Like, you feel me what I'm saying? This is the first chapter of the new level. Like, because it's solidifying me for a lot of people. Like, everybody always knew I rap, but like I was saying earlier, like, motherfucker, they'd be saying, like, oh, rapping ain't no real job. Or like I was saying, my mama was telling me to give up on rapping. Like, oh, you should find, maybe find something else to do or something to focus. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, and now I'm on the radio on 10 plus days. So it's like, just never give up. Like, yeah. I've been grinding for this. People ain't see my vision. They ain't see what I was doing when I'm standing up to 3, 4 in the morning at the crib, writing to these beats or just rapping and motherfuckers. I'm got roommates and people I'm living with. They like, oh, this nigga in here rapping at 2 in the morning or whatever, and they mad or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they like, oh, that shit ain't gonna never go nowhere. Like, that's what they thinking in their mind or they saying behind your back. Yeah. And now it's like, damn, he on the radio, like, that's what he was really in there doing this whole time. He was really in there really doing something. You it's harder for people to take your craft serious because yeah. it's not something that they have to do. It's like, exactly. I feel like sometimes they're not happy with what they do, so they try to knock someone else's. Exactly. But they don't understand like the drive a certain ind- individual has when they're trying to perfect something and obtain something and go forward with it. You exactly. know? Like, the, the hunger someone has for something, you should never try to stop someone's hunger for something, you know what I'm saying? Especially if they're contributing to society and they're, they're doing their thing. It's like, exactly. let me do my thing and let me create me. A lot of, and especially like in the African-American community, I feel like that's like heavy as well too. They try to like stop you from doing like different things and stuff like that. Yes. Say, I'm, say I might like fashion, I might like radio, I might like doing refrigerators or something like that. They're not, that's not how I came up. So that's bad. Yeah. You know and it's like, there's certain many, there's certain routes to get where you need to go and Sometimes people just push that, and it's, yeah. it's not cool at all. And they don't understand it. You feel me? I was one of those people who felt so I can. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it just be different things. Like, when you grow up under certain shit, and like in a certain household, everybody grows up under different, like, uh, I don't even want to know how to, how to say it, but it, you just, it, you got different rates. Like, some people do this, some people do that. So, like, if your mom and them don't eat cereal and cheese and all this, you probably might not never know how that tastes. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. So yeah. you'll grow up and be telling like, "Wow, oh, that shit nasty," but you ain't never even tried it because you just never grew up. Like, yep. Yeah, exactly. Things change for well, you grow up like say for instance, like I lived in a house with like white people before. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So my cousin them come to town like, damn shit. I, they damn near never even seen white people. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like damn near really ain't never seen the white person because where they live it was just all white people. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Wherever you, it just depends on where you're growing up, how you live like. Because that, that's usually the norm. Like, yeah. and, and, like, I would say, like, the older generation of African-American males, it was 
18, you're an adult, move out, go work at the factory, start yep. your family, do that, you yep. know? So then that's why a lot of, like, African-American parents, when they tell the kids, as soon as you're 18, you're grown, it's time for you to do your own thing. Yep. And it's like, you're not grown just because of your 18. Yeah. And even if you are 18, you're still a developing mind and you're still perfecting your life and going in the right direction, you know? Because it's like, you got to go to college after high school if you want to be successful. You don't necessarily have to do that route to be successful, but that's the norm that people yeah, place on everyone. That's like, out of high school, go to college, do your thing, get your degree, work this job, be happy with that. But That's the robot. So the robot. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. But then yeah. sometimes it can hinder you because I remember say now you got to get out the house at 18 because you're grown, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing you still need there for shelter, for support, and everything like that. Definitely. And it's like the parents who didn't obtain much in life, they're the ones who were like that, you know, because yeah. it's like, we were 18, get at the factory, go work, and it's like, that's just setting you up for failure. It's all the cycle. I mean, especially if you're not being, uh, if you're not being taught, for real. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's just depending on what you're learning. Like, at that age, you steal a child. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, some people be smarter and more mature than others. Like, it's 14-year-olds at Harvard and all that kind of shit, but they just were studying. They was they knew what they wanted already. Yeah. Some people just don't know what they want. But if your if your parents didn't know what they wanted, then it's gonna be hard for you exactly. to know what you want. And that's we were raising a generation yeah, so of like, kids yeah. like that, you know, especially yeah. if you notice people just having multiple baby mothers now and everything like yeah. that. And it's just like that cycle just needs to like stop and I mean, but it's like it's so many people still caught up in it. And yeah. then it, it just be it's just hard, bro. It's like it's hard to get up out of that when that's all that's around you, like a lot of that was always around me. All my, you feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. my whole life, my dad got multiple uh, kids by multiple women. So it's like, damn near a lot of my family do. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, I could have been, I could have been that too. Yeah. I ain't having, I ain't having kids. I was like 25 almost. Like you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I was up there in the age. Exactly. I could have been, I could have been 15, 16. All the shit I was doing at that age, bro. He had so many blessings, bro. Like. Yeah. I was doing shit normal 15 and 16 year olds weren't doing, bro. Yeah. I was having sex with grown women. Like, <laughs> 40 year old women. Shit. Like, like, real talk. Like, yeah. But that's what I'm saying as far as everybody life is different. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? A lot of people didn't get those experiences, didn't live the kind of life and seen the things I was able to see. Like, I had my own apartment at 17. I bought my first own car at, at 17, almost yeah. 18. You feel what I'm saying? So, my mom and my, my dad went to prison like I think the year like right after I graduated like my dad was on the run while I was graduating so oh, he damn. came and seen me and then boom right like right after that he had to go do three years in prison yeah and then like sophomore year in high school was when my mama really started getting sick you feel what I'm saying so at any given time my mama called me she'd be in Indiana or Milwaukee or just anywhere like she was homeless staying in shelters with my sisters like this shit was eating me alive. Yeah. But I really couldn't tell nobody, but I just had to stay on my ground. I was staying focused. I had to, you feel what I'm saying? Like, people just didn't see everything. They didn't know why I was making a struggle. Because, like, thick one, like, thick one is me getting back to my original form. Like, before all of that stuff started happening, I was making a lot of fun music. Like, shake that ass music. Just fun. Just, you feel me? It's like, shit like that. Like, Soldier Boy kind of music. Munch Lauren type. Like, all that shit I was doing yeah. all that. Like, I had been doing. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that was my lane. And then when you start going, exactly, everybody around you going to prison and jail. Like, then I'm going to jail, catching cases and all this. It's like, damn. <laughs> now my mind is just, it's just, it's shifting. You feel what I'm saying? Like you were saying, at that age, like, everything that's going on, that's going to shift your mind at that age. Like, yeah. it's going to. 
you feel what I'm saying? If like, you don't have adequate support to talk about stuff like that, it's, yeah. it just becomes harder. And it's harder. like, especially you're just used to not getting help or talking about yeah. your help. So now you're in your latter 20s, early 20s. Now you're still becoming a man in society, exactly. but you still need help, but you've never had help before too. So you yeah. feel like you just have to keep it moving and keep it pushing without help. And there's resources out here to help the mind seriously. And we need to like start looking at that. And that exactly. needs to be invested in schools because... For, you don't know what kids are going through, especially when they're in yeah, high school, too. Like, yeah, all, everything yeah. that I was going through in high school, and I'm still coming here every day trying to and do this, good. trying to do that. And it's like, you, people need help. And, it's and like, they don't even ask. And sometimes they know. Sometimes they know. Yeah. Sometimes they just don't care. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, they pick who they want to help you. Know exactly. And that'd be the thing. Yeah, you'll yeah. see the other kids. They're like, oh, well, we got the psychiatrist through the school and all this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then all the other ones, they, you already know how yeah. they play with that, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I, yeah. I was one of them kids, like... I went through a lot in school, like ninth grade year. Like I was on the verge, like I was just basically failing their class. Like I think the only class I was passing was like gym. <laughs> hey, go to gym, no <laughs> good. Me, like, yeah. Like real shit, no bullshit. So but no, it was a lot of us actually like that whole class, I think we was all like you feel me on a downward spiral, but it was like it was just something new. Like we was at Indian Trail, that was a new school, there ain't no yeah. girls. It ain't no those on the classes. You could walk by, see all the baddest girls in the yeah. city. Like, it was so many distractions. Then there's friends and all that, too, at the same time. But it's like, then everything going on at home, it just all coincides. So, it's cool. I'm not focusing. I'm not doing no work. It ain't like I'm done. Yeah. It's just I'm not doing work. I, I don't want to do work. proper motivation. Yeah. That's what I was telling you. It's, it's it's, a- yeah. So, I ended up getting expelled. Like, well, that year, I was finna get expelled. My mama, like, one day, my mom came to the school and just pulled me out. Yeah. Took me to Ruther, like, oh, you finna go to Ruther. Boom. Like, this was on Thursday. On Friday, I was at the new school. Yeah. Boom. Ruther. So then, exactly. I almost damn near got expelled from Ruther. End up going, they end up accepting me back into uh, ITA. Like, I had to, like, write a, write a paper and some more shit. Yeah. Bro, when <laughs> I tell you, they let me back in, bro. Within two and a half months, I got expelled. Damn. Yeah. What you do, fighting? Everything, bro. Like, I was suspended. I was just suspended like yeah. No, it probably was like four months. Yeah, it was probably like four months. But I was just suspended like that whole time. Like I come, like I say fences, I come in on Monday, I get suspended Tuesday morning, and then like, okay, you come back Thursday. But then I start getting suspended. They just give me a week, like, oh yeah, don't come back to next Monday. <laughs> for real? Yeah, so yeah. Came back one day, bro. I was in school for one day. I had just got off a week suspension. And then a fight happened. I wasn't even necessarily, I wasn't even the one fighting, but it was my people. Like, like we was all gas. And then, I don't know, I guess something personal happened between them the day before or something like that. Mm-hmm. So then they just ended up fighting. Just me being who I was, they suspended me with it. Damn. And then, yeah, they slapped us. Yeah, slapped us with that a little special. They just felt like I was the problem. Like, I, I had, I didn't realize how much power I had. You feel what I'm saying? Now, mm-hmm. looking back, I ain't know. I, I was like, I kind of was leading up. Leading the soldiers like type shit because yeah. everybody they was following me. You feel what I'm saying? But a lot of people was like, and it was just crazy, bro. Like, yeah. But like just saying that, like I could have just been another statistic. I could have just stopped. There. Easy. You feel what I'm saying? But I end up. Easy. You feel me? End up. End up getting my getting my high school diploma and all that shit, and then just now, like ten years later, bro, I'm something. Yeah. Like I'm not in jail and all that. I ain't just another statistic. I could be a lot worse. A lot of niggas like a lot of teachers and all that. See now, I'm like man. 
that's glad to see you. Like, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, you see bro. the love and support yeah. that they show too. It's actually pretty good. Definitely like a lot. Definitely, because it could have went the wrong way. Like I caught cases, beat, and like I've been blessed. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. So we had to open up one of your videos with one of these podcasts, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, man, this podcast has just been really, really fun for me lately, man. I've just yeah. been in my own space, just really, like, trying to create a craft that I like. You know, I, I love talking, and people, like, love talking back, too. So it's yeah. like, that's where my um, niche in life is. So I just got to do my best to help people with their talking. Yeah, you're smart, too. Yeah, man, because, like, talking is so therapeutic. And yeah. if you don't have that, like, growing up, like, you go home, you don't have parents to talk to who are obviously already older than you and experienced more in life than you. Yeah. So now they're feeding that into your brain, like their experiences and stuff like that, teaching, yeah. you, to, teaching you the game of life, basically. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, a lot of people have it. It'd be hard on these parents. You, like, my mama had me at 16. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? So she was probably maybe could have been pregnant at 15. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you got to think about that too. Like, But that'd be the thing about us not talking. Like, People don't talk about stuff like that. Yet. Exactly. At fifteen, you a child. You feel know what I'm saying? Sixteen, you still a, a little baby. But it's people yeah. in their twenties who are still babies. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Especially because, like, especially yeah. how, how you. It depends on how you come up. Because a lot of people do get babies, so that's exactly. how they're gonna be. But it's like a lot of people are still babies, like into their twenties. Yeah. You know, and it's just definitely. like, man, you just that, the power of talking, bro. I'm yeah, telling you, it's just like getting a, to express yourself, having someone listen and give you valuable feedback, and that. That's just like especially insane. like us because we got. We got a little more pool. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People kind of, you know, some people look up to us. Some people, even if they don't want to say it, yeah. they be watching what we're doing. They see they see what's going on. And sometimes I hate when you yeah. just, like, make something out of nothing. Like, yeah. there's times where people will literally try to put you down, but then they don't see that it's working. They like, just try even harder, and they don't like it. I don't understand that, too, like, when people do that, because it's like, okay, someone made a mistake or whatever the case may be. It's time to move on from that mistake. Keep going forward. You know gotcha. So it's like... Don't throw roadblocks at them just because like people make mistakes. People make mistakes all the oh, time, God. you know. So it's like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> certain people don't like to see that, you know. And if you go through like certain corporations and stuff like that too, you'll see how it is. Like we're doing doing business with another corporation because it's like you don't really have complete control because it's theirs, and they'll yeah. remind you that it's there for real. They'll remind yeah. you like at the drop of a hat, especially if they yeah. see see you sizzling, you heating up, you're doing your thing, and you're just like going at such a good space that they don't like because it's like wait wait this is ours you can have that over there this is ours so slow down you know what i'm saying they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll try, try to they'll, they'll try to trip yeah. you up real quick they'll make sure real quick they see yeah. see you doing something you know what i'm saying or valuable enough of moving up they don't they don't want you if you're like stronger smarter than them exactly. you know it's like it's insane bro for real for real definitely that's how it is in life though bro i swear dude this podcast man we've been at it for like Almost 30 minutes now, dude. Yeah, we've been going in. We got some okay. pretty good material here, man. Yeah, I'm just so thankful that you came from, to Line for Line, man. This yeah. this thing is just definitely going to be everywhere. Coming up, man. I got a trailer in the mix right now coming up, too. Right. Got film on this, too. So we can have some trailers, bro. Yes, yeah, sir. Live got some stuff coming up. Yeah, Tone Cold. Shout out Tone Cold, man. T-O-N-E-C-O-L-D.com. Appreciate it. Yes, sir.